On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Hello, Colts fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I am your host, Cody Felger. Alongside me, Derek Larger. Derek, the Colts just released, recording this on Thursday, May 7th. The Colts just released a few hours ago their 2020 NFL schedule. Um, We're going to go through, in this podcast, going to go through each and every one of the games that the Colts are going to play, give our thoughts on kind of what we think may happen in uh, the schedule and kind of give our reaction to each game. Uh, The Colts only got one primetime game. Um, it's an away game against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Bull crap. Week 10, November 12th. That's the only primetime game the Colts get. Yeah, I was I was saying that's bull crap. That's or I'm gonna I'm gonna say that here later yeah. on, believe me. But uh yeah, that's 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 nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. But we can start here with week one. Uh the Colts start out on the road uh against the Jacksonville Jaguars, division rivals, September 13th. And Derek, this is a, a place where the Colts notoriously in the last few years have struggled to come out victorious. The Colts have struggled a lot in this game, but you know, I tweeted it out a little bit earlier. How great would it be if the Colts got off to a great start, you know, kind of getting over a hump, if you will, beating their division rival? I know Jacksonville is not even close to the team they were even last year and the year before, but you know, a place that you've notorious, notoriously struggled at. Um, it would be, I think it would be a good, it would be a tough battle. It always is down there in Jacksonville, but I think it would be a good way to know, Hey, you know, this is kind of something that we've struggled with. We're able to get over the hump now and kind of set you up early um, for success here. What are your thoughts here on the first game here in Jacksonville? Yeah. Like, like you said, it's first game of the season. Uh, it's going to be a hot, probably humid one in Jacksonville. So it always is there in September uh, the summers kind of extend down there in Florida. Um, yeah, like you said, this is a place that the Colts have notoriously struggled over the last uh, several years. And it's probably no different this season. I mean, it's going to be the first game um, it, with all these new bodies that the Colts have acquired and the new faces that are going to be on this team. It, it would not surprise me in the slightest to see us struggle because, you know, you're going into a hostile environment on a hot day, you got a whole bunch of new faces that are not used to playing with each other. And especially with quarantine, uh, it makes it a little bit more difficult to get things started. And, you know, being on the road, it it certainly doesn't help. And it, 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 did not, it would not surprise me if we did struggle in this game. But, you know, again, it's like you mentioned also, it's an AFC divisional uh, rival here. We need to win this game because it sets the president – if you lose this one, we're already maybe in last place in the division already to start out. Of course, it's not the end of the world, but it definitely does hurt 
going down the line. So it's a very, very, very pivotal point for the Colts to start off the season strong at Jacksonville. I know, like you said, Garner Minshew is going to probably be the starting quarterback. They don't really have a whole lot um, going for them in regards to everything. They're, they got a lot of new bodies, especially on defense, but they're going to be young. They're going to be, re- they're going to be hungry for a win just as much as we are. So we got to be careful because if you don't lose that game, then we go into our next game here, which is back at home. And if we don't win against Jacksonville, it's going to make it even more difficult to win the next week on September 20th when we return home to Lucas Oil to face the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, who, mm-hmm. again, made it to the playoffs last year and you know fought hard and just ultimately lost to San Francisco, who went on to go to the Super Bowl. Um, Minnesota, who's got a ground-and-pound run game just like we do with Dalvin Cook. Uh, Kirk Cousins, that definitely is a good quarterback. Even though they lost Stephon Diggs, they'll still have Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, and some other pieces there as well. And that defense is no joke. Um, That defense is definitely a a solid defense. Wouldn't say it's great defense, but it's certainly far from a bad defense or a solid defense. So this is a solid all-around Minnesota team that's going to come into our building and is a little bit more unified at the beginning of the season than us because they played a lot more together with the majority of that roster. So, Cody, what are you thinking here when it comes to Minnesota? Can the Colts pull the win out on this one? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough-fought game because you mentioned Minnesota is a very good overall team. Um, I know Stephon, the loss of Stephon Diggs certainly hurts. Uh, Everson Griffin, also a free agent. He's not coming back. But I think the thing that I that will be interesting to me is this is Xavier Rhodes' first game against his former team. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, does he, you know, we kind of seen with players on the Colts who face other teams. Um, it seems like sometimes there's a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder, right? Like they want to prove something like you made a mistake when you released me. And I think this will be interesting to see, does Xavier Rhodes have a monster game in this game? you know, returning and telling the Vikings, Hey, you guys released me too early. Um, I'm coming out here and balling. So it's certainly going to be an interesting game for sure. But I I think it it definitely, you know, the Vikings are one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, We like to think on paper, the Colts have one of the better rosters in the NFL. So I certainly think it'll be a good test. Fortunately for the Colts, it's their first home game. So the crowd will be electric. The crowd will be behind them. I certainly think this is a game that's winnable. Um, I do. And I think it's going to be a good test and a good measuring stick, you know, with some of the NFC elites and some of the best teams in the NFL with the Minnesota Vikings up there in that ranking, it'll be certainly a good test and kind of seeing, you know, where is this, how good can this Colts team be here in 2020, right? Can they compete? Can they beat even some of the best teams in the NFC? Uh, So it certainly will be a game that I'm really interested to see, especially with the Xavier Rhodes connection and also just, yeah, just a measuring stick for the Colts here seeing kind of early on, Hey, where do we line up against some of those teams? Like I mentioned, Um, and then week three, uh, the Colts play against the New York jets at home again, September 22nd. This is actually not a one o'clock game. It's a four o'clock game. 4.05 PM is the kickoff. Um, And the jets, uh, one of our, our, our social media guy put out a post the other day that I thought was really interesting. I think it's now 11 players with the signing of Frank or 11 guys who formerly were on the Colts. Actually, now, I think I think it's 12. Is it 12 now? I yeah, I think 11. it's 12 now. 11 or 12. But there is a lot. Needless to say, there's a lot of former Colts on the Jets. And that can obviously be you know attributed to the Rex Hogan, who used to be with the Colts and is now with the Jets. That connection is certainly something. 
You know, the Jets added Quincy Wilson. They traded for Quincy Wilson, gave, gave a sixth-round pick. So there's going to be a lot of interesting stories and a lot of interesting ties between these two teams here. The Jets have not been particularly good these last few years. Um, and we also know, you know, that connection years ago with Colts and the Jets when the, the, the Jets traded up um, to get Sam Darnold three overall, and they gave the Colts a bunch of second-round picks. So there's a lot of history between these two teams in recent years. I certainly think this out of these first three games, I think this game is the most winnable. Um, I don't think the Jets are a particularly great team. It'll be interesting to see, yeah, kind of can you slow down Sam Darnold? Can you slow down this offense? Overall, though, I think this is a game that's very, very winnable for the Colts here, especially at home. What are your thoughts here, Derek, on the Jets game? Yeah, it's certainly an interesting matchup because – Oh, New York Jets have faced the Colts a few times over the last couple of years. And the Jets have always made a, a pretty decent game when it comes to the Colts' sake. Obviously, in 2018, they got the better of us as well on that slow start. Um, expect to see something again like that because the New York Jets, they're just they're just a scrappy team that just somehow keeps themselves in games. Because, yeah, Sam Darnold's going to be a year older. Uh, they added some pieces to that wide receiver corpse. Um, obviously you still got Le'Veon Bell there, that offensive line, you know, with the addition of a Makai Becton, uh, that's going to help them for sure. Um, they still have some work to do up front on that offensive line, but they definitely got a little better. And I think they've lost a few pieces on defense, but that's still a decent defense. I mean, this is not a team that, you know, you can just, throw away by any stretch of the imagination this team is still a a decent team on paper uh would not surprise me to see another close game here but yeah like you said of the three games so far this one does seem the most uh winnable because it's the second game of a back-to-back uh home stretch here and you know three weeks into the season is much better than week one and week two going into the season And then we go to the fourth game of the season. That is the at Chicago where we face the bears on October 4th at 1 PM on Sunday. So obviously you see a massive uh, QB controversy there in Chicago. Do they go with Mitch Trubisky or do they go with Nick Foles? Cause obviously they picked up Nick Foles from Jacksonville this off season. Um, Again, still not a lot of like great offensive weapons for Chicago necessarily, but that defense again, like even with losing a player or two, still have a really good defensive roster. You got Khalil Mack that you're obviously going to have to account for, and other guys that are really good at pressuring the quarterback. They're really going to have to uh, devise that scheme better. and Matt Nagy certainly uh, has a good set of schemes on both sides of the ball that he can really exploit against teams. So I think this one's another one that's perfectly capable of being a win. We're a much better team overall on both ends of the ball. But again, it's on the road in Chicago. You never know how the weather is going to be there at this time of the year. And obviously, another road game in a tough environment with a physical team. That will certainly be a fun one again. What are you thinking here, Cody? Yeah. And, and soldier field is just such a hard place to play for any opponent. 
Um, but yeah, you mentioned the two quarterbacks, Trubisky and Nick Foles. Neither of those quarterbacks scare me. I mean, last year the Colts shut down Nick Foles. He did absolutely nothing against them. And we know Mitch Trubisky. We saw last year how much he struggled. So that doesn't really worry me. It's just this Bears defense you mentioned. They're one of the best in the league. And I think this is going to be more of a low-scoring game, kind of a slugger-type game. But it'll be interesting. Can the Colts get make a few more plays than the Bears offense? And I think that'll ultimately be the difference in this game. If it was at home, it would probably be a little bit of a different story just because I mentioned you had the crowd behind you. It's just a different environment. But playing in a hostile environment like Soldier Field, I think it'll make it tough on any offense. So, yeah, for me, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But ultimately, I do think this is a game the Colts can pull out. The Bears particularly great last year. I mean, their defense was pretty good, but their offense was just atrocious. And so um, I definitely think the Force Buckner and company will have a very, very good day against this very below average Bears offense. Um, but no, overall, I think this is a game that the Colts can win. Um, I, th- I think just because it's away, I think it's going to be maybe a little bit tougher to win than the Jets game. Um, and I think home field advantage is obviously a big deal. Uh, and then we can move now to week five. The Colts travel to Cleveland October 11th, play at 425. And uh, this is a game that was interesting, especially because of last year um, within training camp, the Colts and the Browns, they, they, they were in training camp together. There was some, <laughs> it was an interesting time to say the least. Uh, there was a lot of scrub, you know, going back and forth. And uh, ultimately, you know, neither team really did what they were, they thought was going to happen, right? The, we thought the Colts were a team that was going to take the division after that 2018 season. And then for obvious reasons, Andrew Luck retiring, the Colts go sub 500. And the Browns, you know, a lot of people were saying the Browns are a Super Bowl team and they were far from it in 2019. So both, it was kind of interesting because both of these teams were very hyped up in the offseason last year. And both teams were very underperformed for obviously for different reasons. But, you know, the dog pound, the dog pound's a tough place to play too. And the Colts go for, go to two straight weeks of very uh, hostile environments playing in. Um, I think the Browns overall, they're very talented, but how disciplined are they going to be? I kind of look at the Browns a little bit like uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars a few years ago, right? Um, obviously, the, obviously, I think Baker Mayfield's a lot better quarterback than I think. Uh, what was his name? The, the quarterback for the Jaguar, Blake Bortles. I don't know why I forgot yeah, Blake that. Bortles. Blake yeah. Bortles. He helped. <laughs> That's the how easy it is to forget his name um, because, yeah, he's he was that terrible. Yeah, he came and was gone in like a, a season. So. Uh, you know, there's so many Jacksonville quarterbacks. It's hard to keep up with them now, but anyway, uh, you know, lots of talent, but the question is, you know, can they channel that talent and then can they work as a team? And I think that's going to be the most important thing. Obviously that defense has miles Garrett, who is just a game wrecker. If he doesn't swing his helmet and try to hit another Colt, it seems like Jack Doyle is always the guy that's getting attacked for no reason at all. But, um, But no, certainly it's going to be an interesting game to see, Um, you know, the Browns obviously disappointed last year. Is this a year where they kind of put it together now? You know, both these teams are very talented. They, I don't think they lived up to their talent last year. Uh, Derek, what are you thinking here in the game here against Cleveland? Yeah, this is going to be a very tough one for the Colts. Um, Again, I know everyone wants to say, Oh, you know, it's Cleveland. They disappoint just like they always do. Well, Look, they, they've fixed their offensive line quite a bit this offseason. They obviously acquired Jack Conklin from uh, Tennessee, took that out of the division, and obviously acquired Jedrick Wills and a few other offensive linemen. So they did bolster up their offensive line this offseason, added another weapon in Austin Hooper. 
So they have a very, very vast amount of weapons that they can destroy you with. And not, not one of them is better than the other. There's just, you could throw it to either one of them and they will, and run it with either one of them. And they just will kill you at any moment if they so choose to. And obviously that defense very undisciplined, but it's very talented. Who knows how they're going to be this next season. Maybe they start to become a little bit more disciplined. Cause obviously that was what kept them out of a lot of games last year was their, uh, they led the league in penalties per game, so they need to fix that, obviously. Uh, but yeah, 425 game, middle of October. It's at the dog pound. It's going to be very, very difficult for them. Who knows how that's going to go for them. And then we go back home for one last game before our bye week, uh, week six against the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Uh, it's going to be a one o'clock game. They'll face the Cincinnati Bengals going against uh, Joe Burrow in his first season. Uh, still a young, inexperienced Bengals team that still has a lot of holes to fill. I think a lot of people would probably say this might be the easiest game on the schedule for us at this moment in time is the Cincinnati Bengals. Because, but even then, you know, again over the last few years, just somehow, some way, it just seems that the Colts just seem to struggle against the Bengals somehow, some way. But I think that the Colts will pull this one out. What are we thinking here, Cody, when we're talking about the Bengals? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, how the Colts have struggled recently. For whatever reason, I go back to that game last year, the game that we were in, we were, uh, we met each other at the Miami game. And I mean, you talk about a crap show. (laughs) That was the worst game I've ever seen. And I think you can probably attest to that too. But, you know, it's just it just goes to show, you know, the Colts earlier in that season, they beat the Super Bowl champion, the eventual Super Bowl champions, and then they go and lose to one of the worst teams in the league. And so um, I, I think you can just with the NFL, you know, every game you can't look past a team. And I think that's what the Colts did last year, unfortunately, especially with Miami. So, yeah, for me, I just think that this is something where it could potentially be a trap game for the Colts. You know, obviously Cincinnati was not good last year. They had number one overall pick, selected Joe Burrow. They added T. Higgins, also a big body receiver with A.J. Green and with Tyler Boyd. So they have a pretty good receiving core. Joe Mixon's obviously a really good running back as well. Um, so I think this is a game that, you know, you mentioned they have holes. Like there's a reason why they pick were picking number one overall last year. But I think this is a game that if the Colts aren't completely disciplined and focused on the Bengals, this is a game that could potentially get away from them. And uh, I don't want to see that happen, obviously, but I think this is so, so important. This is why a big reason why I think the Colts had that such a terrible backslide last year. They started, what, five and two, five and three. And then what happened? They finished seven and nine. They, they just the back half of the season was completely awful. And I think obviously I think this is the easiest game for them that they should win. But, you know, going into your bye week, you want to take care of business, right? I think this is something that. This is always kind of something that I was that I always was like, man, you know, people are saying, you know, when Andrew Luck was there, obviously Andrew Luck's fantastic quarterback. But sometimes the Colts struggled to put away bad teams. You know, they eventually beat them. But it was something where it was like, shouldn't you be like destroying this team? Why are you struggling against this team? And I think the Colts cannot afford to do that. I think they need to play up to their talent and they need to bury the Bengals. I mean, they, this game should not be close. And uh, the, and I think that will ultimately 
be the be a big factor in determining okay are the Colts a playoff division winning team or are the Colts an eight and eight seven and nine team I think ultimately that's what it comes down to it'll certainly be good to go into the bye get some guys because inevitably there will be injuries get some guys healed up for the next game um, and where you're traveling to Detroit uh, to Ford Field here and playing the Lions on November 1st this is a game that you know also depending on the health of Matthew Stafford. I think that's a big, big thing here. The Lions were not very good last year, but we know Matthew Stafford's a pretty good quarterback when healthy. Yeah, this could certainly be another trap game, too, if the Colts aren't careful. Uh, Derek, what are you thinking here for the Detroit game? Well, again, the we always revisit the narrative of Matt Stafford doesn't perform well at all against teams that are 500 or better. So if the Colts have a 3-3 uh, three and three or better record, Going into this game, I'm calling a Colts win, and I'm not even going to be scared about it. Uh, look, Matt Patricia's kind of lost the locker room a little bit when you deal when you look at the Darius Slay incident that happened this last offseason and beforehand. Uh, Matt Stafford again, you know, has um, he's he's just going to go into the season again unknown. We just don't know a lot about what the uh, Lions are going to be able to do. Obviously, they acquired Jeff Okuda with third pick. Obviously, got a shutdown corner. Um, that'll be really funny to see uh, Jeff Okuda and Paris Campbell playing against each other this time instead of with each other like they did at Ohio State. But um, yeah, again, this is it's an interesting matchup for sure. Um, being at Ford Field, uh, it probably won't even be. It won't even probably feel that weird because you know. Ford Field just feels a lot like Lucas Oil in a lot of ways. I've been at both stadiums. It's really they're both really nice, and you know, just kind of have a lot of similarities in a way. But I think the Colts should handle business on this one, so I do predict a win here. And now the game that th- this is going to be the toughest game on the schedule for us, and I am absolutely ashamed that this was not a prime time game. Uh, and it's going to be the November 8th game where we're back at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Again, don't know why this isn't a primetime game, but whatever. We're going to go into this. So obviously he got Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP, and his unique uh, ability to play, uh, adding J.K. Dobbins to that backfield as well. They got some more wide receivers slash tight ends to help him out and added a lot more defensive help as well. So Baltimore Ravens don't appear to be losing much of a step, uh, at least not as of this moment. And uh, even if it's at home here, I, I got to be honest here, Cody. I mean, this is a this is a very tough Baltimore Ravens team, and I don't know how the Colts are going to be able to slow Lamar Jackson down. I obviously know that other teams have done it, but we might have to go into a shootout to actually be able to do it. And I don't know if the Colts will be able to shoot out the Ravens because of that defense. I'm not so sure on this one. Yeah. Yeah. The Ravens are certainly the most talented and the best team that the Colts are going to face this year. Yeah. You mentioned it. Lamar Jackson is just on another planet. Like this guy is just insane. It'll be interesting to see, can the Colts contain him? I know, you know, with Deshaun Watson, a lot of times the Colts put Darius Leonard as a spy on him. I'll be interested to see, do they do something similar when they face Lamar Jackson? Or, you know, how do they account for both 
his arm and also his legs. I think that's just such such a tricky thing because he can beat you with both. And you mentioned Baltimore has a pretty good defense too. So I, I, I think this will definitely be the toughest test for the Colts by far this year. And similar to that Minnesota game, this is definitely going to be a measuring stick, especially in the AFC. You know, even if the Colts don't win this game, I want them to at least compete in this game. And I think that'll do a lot for your confidence. Even if you don't pull out a victory here, I think if you can say we can compete with the best of the best, I think that'll certainly go a long way for your confidence down the road because you're going to play some other teams. Um, You're in the back half of the schedule, a lot of division games. And, you know, really, besides the Week 11 game against Green Bay, all the other teams are in the AFC. And so it'll be interesting then to see, you know, if you come off and you play really well and you head into Tennessee in Week 10, you have a lot of confidence. Hey, we just come, we just went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in the AFC. Um, let's go. We can, beat the, we can beat the Titans, no problem. So, uh, yeah, I guess that, that leads me into the next one. At Tennessee, Week 10, the only primetime game that the Colts are playing, and uh, it's an away game. I, I don't know, Derek, the last time I've seen the Colts have a home primetime game. It's been a long time. Yeah, I think Andrew said it was a uh, back in 2013, I think he said, was the last time we had a home primetime game, I believe. Was it uh, was it that Philadelphia game? I think I was at that game. I don't remember if it was Philadelphia or if it was Denver. I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure. I think it might oh, have been, been Denver. Denver. I think it was because I think we were. Yeah. Wasn't that the year? Wasn't that the game that Peyton Manning came back? I think I think that was the yes. year that Peyton Manning came back too. to yeah. Lucas Oil for the first time. I think, yeah, I think that, that was the last time the Colts game. had a okay. prime time game like that at home. That's nuts. No, a, a little bit of a tangent here. I was actually somehow I was able to get to that game um, with my dad, and it was just incredible. Yeah. You know, because I watched Peyton Manning for a couple of years. You know, I started becoming a Colts fan. I believe it was. I think the AFC Championship game was the first game. I actually like watched and then I just kind of progressively started watching the Colts after that. That game was incredible. I mean, you know, I had Peyton Manning on my fantasy team that year, which was the, one of the best choices I've ever made in my life in terms of uh, fantasy football. And, uh, you know, I was kind of like, okay, you know, obviously I want the Colts to win, but I want Peyton Manning to do pretty good too. And so it was like Peyton Manning threw three touchdowns, but the Colts won Robert Mathis stripped Peyton Manning in the end zone, just an incredible game. Overall, very, very excited for that. That's crazy that that's the last primetime yeah. game the Colts have had. Even with having Andrew Luck for the, the next few years, yeah. that's nuts to me. And yep. it's, not even a, it's not even a home game, which is just ridiculous. Yep. And, and the sad part is with this Tennessee Titans away game, it's a Thursday night football game. So that makes it even worse. Uh, I predict the loss here. Um, I'm yeah. just going to come out and say it right now, folks. When you have two teams that are both decent and one is coming off, both of these teams obviously are coming off short weeks. But the issue you have is, is most of the time, the home team wins on a short week. Most of the time, because they're not the ones that are traveling mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So I, I want to say we win this, but I can't. I can't, at least not as of right now. I, unless I start seeing something later in the season that tells me that the Colts are not going to beat them uh, or can beat them. I'm going to keep saying Tennessee, at least for this one. 
And then yeah. we go into two home games here. First one being the Green Bay Packers. And this is easily the second di- most difficult one on our schedule here. Uh, obviously, you have uh, Aaron Rodgers, if he actually is the quarterback uh, there at that time. Who knows? Matt LaFleur could be really weird about it for that uh, weird reason. But obviously, you got offense with Aaron Jones, uh, new offensive line, uh, a revamped running game, and you obviously have uh, whatever quarterback they're going to use. Most likely, it's Aaron Rodgers. And even though they lost some pieces in that defense, they still have a pretty decent defense for sure. Um, that's that's going to be a tough one for sure, but thank God we're getting to play them at home. So it does give us a decent chance, I'm sure. So I, I like to think I have uh, good chances for the Colts. It just depends on uh, depends on their health, but at least they're going to have, you know, nine days in between to get some rest from that. So they'll probably be in good shape by then. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw that. I wanted to make kind of the parallel back in 2018 when the Colts started off one in five. Right. And after that infamous Houston game went to overtime, what was it? Double overtime. It was crazy, whatever it was. And the Colts lost, you know, it was a long, long game. And then they come back a few days later, they travel to new England and, you know, half their roster was injured. It was insane. And it kind of gives you those similar vibes to like, yeah, th- maybe that, that might happen. You're playing a really one of the best teams in the league in the Ravens. And then you come back a few days later and you play your division rival, not even at home. Like it kind of gives me those similar vibes. I don't really like that at all. But uh, maybe if the Colts are able to win one of those two games somehow and they're able to heal up a little bit, you mentioned they're going to have more than a week to get back and get healthy and they can start on a win streak potentially. And I, that's kind of what they did there in 2018 after that New England game. They started winning a bunch of games, and then they finished 10-6, and six and they won a wild card game. So um, I think if they can get through that stretch and they can weather the storm, that'll be huge for this team. And if they can stay relatively healthy, that'll also be a big key as well. But as far as Green Bay is concerned, uh, this is a team, yeah, they're very talented. Uh, I, obviously, they you know, their defense was really good last year. Um, with some of their free agent additions. I believe it was Darius Smith and Preston Smith. I believe those are the two Smiths that they brought in. Um, they were really effective, and they just had a really good defense last year. And, you know, obviously we know what, how great of a quarterback Aaron Rodgers is, but, you know, the, they, they just decided to kind of do something a little bit crazy and, and draft a quarterback there, Jordan Love, in the first round. So who knows what could happen? There could be a lot of drama that unfolds between then and now. Obviously, we think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, and most likely will be. But, uh, no, overall, I think this will be a tough game. But I think this is a game that's very winnable as well, especially since you have more days to prepare for the Packers. And you also will hopefully be a lot more healthy than the last two games there. Um, And then we can move on here to Week 12, uh, another home game against the Tennessee Titans again. This is the game that uh, I think now the Colts are going to be healthy again. I think this is this is going to be a very key game in kind of determining how the AFC South plays out, you know, because obviously you think Tennessee is going to be up there. Houston might be up there and Indy might be up there. And so it'll be interesting. I think this will be a very key game to whether or not the Colts um, are even in play to potentially, you know, challenge for the division title. Yeah, this obviously is another big one, because like I said, if I said we were going to lose the first one, we have to obviously win the second one. And being on a back-to-back home weeks, 
again, certainly is nice. Um, this is just a really tough stretch of games. You know, when you look at the Ravens and then you have to go face a good Tennessee Titans team on a Thursday night football game. And then you're facing green Bay uh, next week. And then you're going to have to face Tennessee again. Uh, definitely is a very difficult task, but again, it's at home. I think the Colts will be in gear at that time. I think they'll, and we've, we've beaten the Tennessee Titans fairly well at home most seasons. So it doesn't scare me as much now, but obviously facing on the road is a little bit different. If we had Andrew Luck, then I wouldn't be scared, but of course that's not happening. So, and then obviously next week, uh, our first game in December, and it's the first time we see the uh, Texans and we uh, will see them for a 1 PM game at Houston. Uh, obviously Deshaun Watson and that new wide receiver core that they have, with no DeAndre Hopkins this time and a few less pieces on defense that we're familiar with. So um, it, it does seem to me, you know, like a fairly winnable game. The obviously T.Y. Hilton, if he's still available, he's going to be coming back home for a game there. So because, you know, <laughs> T.Y. Hilton owns that place. Uh, we Colts fans know this. So what do you what are you thinking here, Cody? Is this a winnable one for you? It certainly is. And you mentioned T.Y. Hilton, NRG Stadium. Just might as well rename it T.Y. Hilton Stadium at this point. I mean, that guy's put up insane numbers there in Houston. But yeah, you mentioned it. Houston has become worse this offseason, undoubtedly. They lost a lot of talent. Obviously, uh, you know, some on the defense. DeAndre Hopkins, the biggest and the most notable one there. Uh, but, you know, Deshaun Watson is going to be the key. You know, if you can slow down Deshaun Watson, with the Colt, which the Colts have done before, um, I think you have a pretty good shot. And the good thing about Matt Eberflus is he's, he knows what the Texans run. You know, the Texans aren't really going to be changing anything. I mean, the Colts have seen the Texans now for a few years. Matt Eberflus has seen them for a few years. I think he kind of knows, you know, basically how the Texans work. And so I certainly think this is a game that the Colts can certainly win. Um, if they can slow down to Sean Watson, they can come out with a victory here. Uh, I have no doubt the Colts will probably win that game. And then the next week, they also are traveling to the Raiders there in Las Vegas on December 13th. It's a four o'clock game last year. The Colts hosted the Raiders. That was a very ugly game for the Colts. The Raiders just shredded the Colts. And that was a really, really rough game um, on all levels for the Colts. So special teams, defense, offense. It was just not a good game. And I think the Raiders, Derek, are a team that a lot of people aren't talking about, but they're more talented than, you know, meets the eye. When you think of the Raiders, you think, oh, they're probably not going to be very good. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs last year, but there's some talent there that John Gruden and company have yeah. assembled with all those first-round draft picks they've had in the last few years. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Raiders? Yeah, I mean, in this offseason, in this draft, they have filled their team with great depth at every position they needed got some great talent in the draft. So, yeah, I mean, we can't say that they're they're not worthy of uh, at least keeping in perspective of what they are because Colts fans just have to remember, this team beat us last year, and, and it wasn't close either. So, I mean, we, we have to take this team seriously. And I think I'm actually going to be – I think I'm actually going to be in Germany during this game too. So I'm going to have to – be sure to stream that when I'm there, but uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see them in Vegas. Uh, probably be a cool site, but 
you know, again, being in a new place like Vegas and playing in a stadium like that, obviously uh, emotionally are going to be high for the Raiders. Just have to hope that the Colts stay focused and, you know, work hard on that one because who knows how that's going to go. And then we return home again to face the Texans again. Uh, We'll face them two times in a matter of three weeks. So uh, Colts are going to get very familiar with the Texans very early. That memory, that mental memory is going to be there for both teams. Uh, Still to be arranged on, you know, what time that's going to actually play. So they're probably going to just assume that you just never know when it comes to how this is going to look for both teams record-wise. They're probably waiting to see what time they want to make it because of the records and stuff. But I do find it interesting that, you know, the Colts go just kind of look back at the beginning of the schedule uh, weeks two and three they have are at home. And then you have week six and then week eight, and then you have 10 and 11, and then you have 14. And now that's pretty much 16. The last game of the season, they go one week, it's two straight games at home. And then they just go, uh, a a home game one week and then two weeks later go back home. It's very interesting how they have that schedule set up, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, Cody, we, uh, what, what do you think here? Is this going to be a split series with the Texans or the Colts winning this one here too? I think the Colts are going to win this one. Honestly. I mean, last year, the Colts beat the Texans with Jacoby Brissett and, uh, we, and the, you know, the Texans were pretty much at full strength as well. So, yeah, I think this is a game that's certainly winnable. So I think with home field advantage, with playoffs on the line, uh, the Colts will be ready. They'll be focused, and I think they'll take care of business, especially if there are ASC uh, playoff implications, you know, whether it's for the division title or maybe for a wild card spot, whatever it is. I think the the Colts are certainly going to be locked in and certainly ready um, to, to take it to the Texans, and I think they will. I think the Colts overall are a more talented team than the Texans. Um, you know, obviously the Texans had last year, they had, I felt like more high end talent than the Colts, but the Colts added some talent this year. So I think the Colts certainly have a chance to win here. Um, yeah, I'm going to say the Colts are going to sweep the Texans this year. Maybe a little bit of a hot take, but just with the losses the Texans have had and with the additions the Colts have had, I think it's going to happen this year. That's my <laughs> hot take, if you will, here on the Colts. And I think, yeah, they're, they're going to win this game against the Texans here in December. And then we we traveled to Pittsburgh. The Colts traveled to Pittsburgh. They traveled to Pittsburgh last year. That was the game when Jacoby Brissett got injured. Brian Hoyer came in and threw a pick six. And it was just uh, it was a competitive game. But you know that was kind of the the start of the slide for the Colts last year. And then uh, you know Brian Hoyer comes back the next week. Miami game we already talked about, which is terrible. And the Colts could never really recover after that. So. Um, certainly it will be an interesting game. Pittsburgh has a pretty good defense. Uh, with Ben Roethlisberger returning will certainly be interesting. James Conner, they have a lot of different uh, – they have some weapons. They really do. Juju Smith-Schuster, another one. Um, so this could be a game that could be pretty competitive as well. They're two good teams that had very similar records last year, and it was a very competitive game like I mentioned. I think the Colts lost off of a adventary walk-off missed field goal. So I think it's going to be another close, tight game, especially in Heinz Field. And Pittsburgh is a hard, <laughs> hard place to win as well. Yep. Overall, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a tightly contested game. Derek, what are you thinking here against Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh, who last season had the second best defense in the NFL, especially when it came to takeaways. They were they were just phenomenal. 
uh, all, at all parts of last season. And they had to be because, you know, that offense was not very good for uh, Pittsburgh last season. I mean, even when the even when Pittsburgh played Indianapolis, they still they did not do insanely amazing offensively when it came to overall production. I mean, obviously, their running back had like 15 catches for like 90 yards. I mean, yeah, they they, they, they did that all game long. They just made just kept going down the field because of that. Um, it's just going to depend on, you know, who's their quarterback, how healthy are they offensively? Cause that defense is legit. And hopefully Phillip rivers, they can show him game film from last year. So he doesn't end up throwing a pick six to Minka Fitzpatrick. Like they did last year. Uh, it's like you said, it's going to be a difficult game. It's always a difficult atmosphere in Pittsburgh and we never really have great success at Heinz field. So uh, that will definitely be a difficult one. And the Colts will end the season the way they started it. Only this time they're going to be at home against Jacksonville. A one o'clock start on January 3rd. My mom's birthday, which is really cool. Uh, definitely have to be there for that one. But yep, uh, our final home game, our last game of the season against Jacksonville. I do predict a win here because the Colts just find a way to win at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars a lot of the time. Cody, what are you thinking here when we're looking at our final home game against the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, I think this one's going to be a pretty easy win, honestly. The Jaguars don't scare me in any capacity. Yeah, I I don't have a lot to add to that, but I just think Jacksonville is not a very good team. They're probably going to be a bottom feeder team again. Um, Seems like they're kind of rebuilding a little bit. So, you know, maybe some guys will be fighting for their jobs and it'll be a little bit more of a tight game. But, no, overall, I I don't think that Jacksonville – um, but, you know, going back to that primetime game, I just I just discovered the last primetime game the Colts played. Um, it was actually, unfortunately, I don't know why I'm always at the games that are just like weird. But like I was at the it was the New England game a few years ago. Yeah, I think you remember the worst play ever. And Pat yeah. McAfee has very much explained it. Uh, really, it's hilarious. You should check that out. That was the last game the Colts have played on primetime. <laughs> so they're they're mm-hmm. due for uh they're due for one at least that's the last home game i should say in prime time so they're kind of due for one hopefully soon but that was just an awful game i don't even want to talk don't even want to think about that game that was just rough but uh (laughs) that'll do it for this podcast guys for derek and myself thank you so much for all your support and uh, it'll be interesting to see now as the off season's kind of in lull unless something crazy happens we'll continue to crank out the content for you guys we appreciate you so much. Just thank you so much from the bottom of our heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for Derek and myself, thank you guys. And as always, go Colts.